Green Bay won. Green Bay Packers won. Green Bay Packers won, but I lost my fantasy matchup. You, it, you know, like what do you, what do you tell me? What do you keep telling me? It's week one. Yeah, week, week one. Week one's terrible. Yeah, you never know what's gonna Look, happen. What'd you say? Look forward to week two. That's what you're telling I me. I did, even though you won. I even well, though when you were you were down in the Anto- dumps. Yeah, Antonio Brown and DeAndre Williams both riz me to the top. It's, you raise me yeah. up. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Cinema Seven. I'm your host, Chris Hawk. To my left is Mari Bakari. What's up, guys? It's uh, a Fire and Ice special Fire today. Fire and Ice special again. So many people, thousands of people have said they like the Fire and Ice special, so we're going to do another one right now. A thousand. You know, Maybe a hundred thousand. Thousands, dude. <sighs> so many I can't fans. believe how many retweets we got. It was oh, like man, in the millions. Chuffer, so, you're on here and look at the retreats, okay? Kendall? Okay. Kendall? But uh, today we, uh, we're going to talk about The Little Prince, which you can watch on Netflix. So it's free. Yeah. So you don't have to pay anything. It's beginning a, well, unless, unless you don't have Netflix. Yeah. You do have to pay that. But really, then it, then it really just costs like 12 bucks. It's weird because um, when it first came out, like nobody was watching it, and then now all of a sudden, like last month and a half, I think it's been getting like some good buzz. It's got like five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Well, last I, I looked, it had complete five stars. When I when I go to my Thai restaurant, five stars is too hot. I tried four <laughs> stars one time, couldn't yeah. finish it. Five stars, I wouldn't even touch it. That means mean this is too hot. This is too hot for the public. So we got some news public. before we get down. So this is uh, some this is some crazy news. Yeah, Fox will, uh, has acquired the Stan Lee movie life rights to make a movie. It did about, get some buzz. Yeah, I got some buzz. <laughs> I don't know what I said there. <laughs> I was trying not to interrupt you at the same time, but you're good. You're good. Like, like I, I was what I was trying to say is it got some buzz because of that picture. Remember when they photoshopped that movie Brian Cranston's in? Oh, well, it makes him look like Stan Lee. Yeah, and, and, it and it's says, called Excelsior. Or, yeah, and it says Stan Lee. Uh, it's Autograph. supposedly supposed to be a 1970s action movie. So it might be like kind of funny, like a, I guess very. A, a, I don't know, Stan. Exaggerated. Stan Lee is a hard worker. That's mm-hmm. I mean, look at all the look at all the things he created. All like, the things. Uh, my my whole childhood is thanks to Stan Lee. And my Jack dad's Kirby. childhood and Jack Kirby. And don't Jack forget about, Kirby. Don't yes. forget about Jack Kirby. I can't forget about Jack Kirby. Just uh, like um, what's his name? They created Batman. That, Tim Kane. No, well, Tim Kane had a say in it, but they think what's his name came up with most of it. Something finger. Little finger. No. The guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Lord Baelish. <laughs> you see I, that meme? I still haven't finished the first season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't completed anything. Bob Kane. After... Did I say Tim Kane? 
Yeah. It's Bob Kane. And who's and the other guy? Finger. Uh, Some, Bill Finger. Bill Finger. That's yeah. right. It's generic Bob Bill Kane. Of, and Bob Finger. Kane, of course, gets all the credit. Yeah, and they, they say that um, he they, he's just Bill Kane or Bill Finger is just now like this year, I believe, or was it last year? He's actually getting credit now. It's good. Yeah. Because I would have thought it's Little Finger. Well, that was a big. That was a big deal. There's a whole documentary about how he he basically created most of what Batman is today. The crazy thing is, I wonder how they're going to portray Jack Kirby because he's kind of reclusive right now. Like he doesn't like to talk about. Is he the, still alive? I'm pretty sure he's still alive. He just doesn't like to talk about. You know. No, he's definitely not alive. Yeah, I, I figured he w- wasn't. <laughs> And I'm totally wrong when I was saying I'm thinking I think I'm I'm thinking of someone else. Stan Lee worked with someone else. Like on certain projects? Yeah, certain projects. You know, he's he's still married. Stan Lee? Yeah. Going strong, man. Going strong. He, and he's always at those cons and everything. I think he's he's living the life that everyone wants to live. You that think was, he likes going to those cons? He's hard to get to too. Those lines are long. I remember I wanted to. I yeah, really his, his. I don't know if his signature is really worth that much because it's really it's once you get it like. I mean, because so many people have it now. Yeah. My grandmother. Here's a funny story. I forget what it was. Um, my grandmother saw him somewhere, and uh, my dad tells me this story. He got his autograph on something. It was something random, and um, they don't know what happened to it. And I'm like, oh man, that'd be awesome to have. I was like real young, I think, was when she got it, and then something happened to. Oh, when I was younger, there was a fire. Maybe that's what happened. I to think it. I was thinking of Steve Ditko, other than uh, Jack Kirby. Oh, okay. Steve Ditko is pretty, pretty. I wonder how. I just wonder how Fox is going to do this movie because this could be really bad, really, really bad. Maybe it's going to play on his imagination. That's why it's actiony. Like maybe he'll be doing some of the stuff that everybody's doing. Yeah, that'd be kind of neat. That's that news. And then. Benicio Del Toro to star yeah. in the Predator reboot. Really? Yeah. He's going to be in the Predator? It's not a reboot. Oh, it's that's a sequel. The Predator sequel okay. reboot. Okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know. Is, this, is this Predator Covenant? Is that what it is? Please don't say <laughs> that. Please don't say that. So Benicio Del Toro is going to please. <laughs> Benicio Del Toro is going to star with James Franco in the Predator movie. Is James Franco confirmed? Yeah, he's the Predator. <laughs> you and Josh on that Predator. James Franco... Being a predator. No, but I, that's really exciting. Yeah, he's a great actor when he needs to be. Because you saw what Adrian Brody brought to the Predators movie, and yeah. he was good. Oh, yeah. And then Benicio Del Toro is just... I mean, if you watched... I mean, Adrian Brody's character was a little too smart, and he was, uh, he was very... Not really emotional. He wasn't very emotional, but I think what he did was still pretty spectacular. And, I mean, I think, that's, I think Predators is really underrated. Because uh, the director, uh, he directed that movie Armored, I think it was, with the armored car when they, they planned to steal the money from it. I thought Rodriguez directed. No, he only produced it. It was uh, Nim- Nimrod Nimrod something. Armored was pretty good, too. Yeah. Th- I think that director needs more work. Nimrod, that's right. I remember. Yeah. I remember. Uh, so, Benicio Del Toro, if you've seen Cesaro, Cesario, he, that's one of his... That's one of my favorite roles of him. Oh, he, yeah, he's much better than the collector. <laughs> I don't really, lo- I don't, I don't know about you, but he's a little. I don't know how I feel about his acting as the, co- is that the, the guy, collector. Is that the movie where the guy collects stuff? No, the, the collector the... in Marvel. Oh, 
Yeah, he's a little. I was thinking about the uh, that movie, that horror movie, the collector. Yeah, 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 the that, collector. That was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Apparently, they made a second one. Second ones. Uh, Who cares? Yeah, but um, yeah, he's I. This, this movie's he's gonna bring a lot to the predator to the table in the predator franchise and i like that they're going after someone who well i like that shane black is directing it because mm-hmm. shane black is getting a lot of you know buzz from the nice guys nice guys and which we reviewed on episode 11 and um and from iron man 3 he also helped you know write a lot of good movies and and he uh he's actually he's actually stars in the first predator do you are you concerned that this might well, be a, a star do you might be concerned that this might be a too actiony predator? Um, Shane Black. I, I can't. I can't tell until I see like a trailer or something. I mean, I haven't really read anything on it other mm-hmm. than that he has picked a name for one of the characters, and I forget what the name was. But he was like, "I like this name. I'm going to use this name." And then he said that you know, other than he said it might, it's a sequel, and he um. I think he understand. He helped a little bit, like Ghostwrite on the first Predator, and um, so I think he he kind of knows the franchise a little bit. And I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna do it wrong because you know he was there at the beginning. Yeah, he was there at the beginning. You excited for it? I'm. I, I am, and I'm not yet. I I mean, I am that they're making another one, but I'm not excited for this yet until I see something. Out of all the Predator sequels. Yeah. Which one comes closest to the first one? Which one, in terms of enjoyability, um, just all together, which one is the closest? That's tough, man. Yeah. I really like Alien vs. Predator. I know it's not very well received mm-hmm. in a lot um, by a lot of people. I like Alien vs. Predator. I think that um, Anderson... I forget his name. It's like something. An- Anderson is the director. He did Resident Evil. He's that guy. Yeah, he. Um, that guy. He was Paul vi- Thomas Anderson. No. Yeah. Uh, Paul. I think it's Paul. Right. Paul's his name. But anyway, he. Um, he's a. If you watch like documentary on on the film for a- AVP. Ah, uh, it's. I know why I got it's mixed up because it's uh, Paul W S Anderson. That guy. Yeah. 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 But um, if you watch the documentary for AVP DVD or whatever, behind-the-scenes stuff, he talks about how big of a fan he is for Aliens mm-hmm. and Alien. So he, I think, wrote that movie to be to favor more Alien than Predator because there's a lot more of There's a lot alien. more Alien stuff in that yeah, movie. Yeah, and plus Alien wins more. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? Like, the Predators kind of get their ass kicked. Shouldn't. Shouldn't. Shouldn't happen. But, um... I, I like what he did with that movie. Uh, Predators, I think, is um, I guess is a little more well received. But uh, man, that's tough. Predator, see, Predator Two is really <laughs> is it's laughable. But, Danny Glover. But I mean, if you like like corny action movies and stuff, I, you like I like Predator Two, and um, and that's not being biased because I like Predator One. I just mm-hmm. I I just I don't know. I I like Predator Two, but um. So AVP is the closest. Yeah, think? I think so. so that's well, it. no, I w- Predators. I'm gonna final answer. Predators. Okay. AVP, I would say, is more like a successor to Alien. Mm-hmm. So that's it for news. Welcome to the main event.
This is gonna be uh, it's gonna be good. This, this is some, this is gonna be a good. Interesting, I read a lot of notes. Really? Yeah. This is gonna yeah. be an interesting conversation. So, Mari, you want to describe the little prince for us? Um, so this is what I get from the little prince mm-hmm. is it's about um, man, I really don't know how to describe it without giving a lot away. It's I guess I guess I would describe it as um a movie about an older man's imagination mm-hmm. and his t- his escape through his uh life mm-hmm. and forgetting that he's a child and then he befriends a little girl who's very lonely very lonely and who needs to experience childhood because her mom has a lot of pressure on her mm-hmm. to grow up too fast so it's about I would say The Little Prince is about um, imagination, uh, remembering to not grow up so fast, and let your children be children, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, How would you describe it? It's, uh, it's an animated movie about a little girl who has a lot oh, of... I forgot to describe it. It was an animated movie. It was, an a- <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, about a little girl who... who has the pressures of a kid that need that with her parents, well, her single parent, her mom, yeah, is pressuring her to become something great, and mm-hmm. she buys into it because she doesn't want to let her, her mom down. Yeah, but she finds that she, she's not really interested in doing all that when there's something outside that's way more strange and peculiar. And yeah, that's the old guy with his imagination and how he's not really grown up either. But it's also her finding her imagination yeah, too yeah, yeah. while she's outside. And I got a I got a real big Kubo vibe from this thing, did you? What do you mean? Yeah, the, kind the, of uh, with the with the animation. With the animation, the paper animation, mm-hmm. and then also the dealing with loss. Yes. Just like in Kubo. Mm-hmm. I was I was brought back to that quite a bit. I think just want general thoughts? General thoughts? Yeah, let's do general thoughts. I I uh, was definitely surprised about this movie. They, I think they crammed a lot into this movie about the the certain themes. There's a lot of themes. Yeah. There's um, dealing with death, dealing with how do you uh, closure with death, um, what really makes someone successful, and or essential to what was uh the Worth Academy that was in the movie that she, uh, the school she was going to. Yeah. Um, ideals and plans for our children does it hurt or help them and relationships Those, there's a lot of themes in this movie Yeah, such a lot of themes I was like this, this is a lot of themes this, this is something like parents should sit down with their children and watch especially at maybe how old was the girl maybe like 10 something like that some, a little like 9, 10 definitely to sit down and watch this movie and you know think about how I mean I'm sure for you, for undisclosed reasons, it would, uh, it's, it's a big, absolutely. It's a, it's learning. Do, um, what was your, what was one of your favorite themes that touched you the most? Um, I think her, um, being alone and the whole thing with her and her mom and then her finding her imagination, like, um, you know what I mean? Like her, uh, what you said about the, the, the pressures, the pressures of the parent and mm-hmm. then her, like, and then the little girl, like wanting to do something different, I think was my favorite part. And then just the whole, like developing a story from your imagination and through your, uh, 
through like moments of your life. Mm-hmm. I guess does that make sense? It does. I uh, your I think your imagination was a very important part of this, where she was she was stuck with the rigidity of her schedule. Like yeah, she couldn't deviate. But I but I like how the when in the movie with when they tell their story through um the little prince and and the imagination uh or through their imagination I like how they like throw in little bits and pieces of their uh what's going on in their life a little you know what I mean like what like um you can definitely see the old man's life mm-hmm. like how maybe he, you know, was um, maybe this is based off of his life kind that's of. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. that's what I think. That's what I mean. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of felt uh, the part that that stuck with me the most was whether or not we truly know what's best for our children, and since I'm about to be, become a parent in the mm-hmm. future, which and come February, do um. How much do I interfere with his imagination, his or her imagination? How much do I, you know, plan? Do I really know what's best for my child? Type yeah. Thing, and that I think a lot of parents do struggle with that. That's that's something I bet most parents do struggle. Like, how much do I poke and prod my child to go this way? Is that really what they want to do? Yeah. And when do you back off? When do you put the uh, you know, put pressure on the pedal? Where to, um, what, what if, because you know, you definitely want your child to have a better life than you had. You yeah. want them to have the best life ever. And, and at the sacrifice of them things, you're going to have to do some things that they might not like for them to have a better yeah. life than you. And that's, but I think this also rough. says if you take a step back and let them experience mm-hmm. life, then you can have the best of both. Because I definitely want my kid to like have like the super awesome job or yeah. something like that. Have like the best college time in college, but that's. But at the other Same, side, yeah. I want them to be creative. I mm-hmm. want them to do their own thing. I want them to have like adventures like this. Like that would be amazing to have an adventure like that. Yeah. As a kid, just fly to an airplane, fly an airplane. <laughs> 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 I think you can get a, a pilot license that young. I don't know probably can't but you can if you have imagination yeah yeah it's <laughs> it was just weird it's rough man it's yeah it's crazy uh what overall though overall though i i i feel like i'm i'm i can't find words to describe it because it's so meaningful mm-hmm. and it has all those themes but i hope i made sense with what i was trying to say you understood what I imagination meant. is important yeah and the, the whole like don't like what you're describing mm-hmm. with the parent thing i think is what i got from it the most and and finding friends and stuff like that it's 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 really it's really meaningful and um there's a lot of emotions that play into it and it Very, gets real it gets real too I, a lot of people a lot of people do not like the third act of the movie because they say it's out there and it's outlandish how did you feel about the third act of the movie? You talking about when she's flying the plane? When she like right when she flies the plane. I mean, I didn't mind it. I, I at first I was like, is she really flying his plane? <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly don't know whether the third act was in her mind, imagination, yeah. or actually real. 
I don't think we'll ever know, and it leaves it up to interpretation, which is dope. Because but, everyone deals with death differently, and we don't even know if the guy was dying. Yeah. I just said dope on the podcast. Dope! <laughs> uh, but, and the first stage of death is, like, the five stages of death that you go through is denial. One of the first one is denial. Mm-hmm. You don't want to accept the fact that someone you love is lost. To the, and... You could definitely interpretate, in, interpret the last part of this movie as her trying not to visualize the guy dying. Yeah. The old guy dying. You don't even see at the end if he does or not. Yeah, you really don't know. He's still in the hospital bed when, you, when the movie ends. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're kind of spoiling it now. Yeah, totally spoiling. <laughs> totally spoiling. Totally spoiling. So, I, uh... Yeah, I was, I was thinking about I was thinking about that the entire movie, where uh, how much influence I put upon my child, like, do I, do I make them, or do I make them, do I, do I let them run rampant, or do I have a rigid structure for them, you know? Yeah, and the mom in this movie has the craziest of schedule and structure i kind of want that schedule though i'd love a good schedule i yeah that'd keep me in line yeah that's for sure i want (laughs) keep me more organized something like that that was pretty crazy uh but after a while i think that would get like you know what i mean there's no room for spontaneity yeah uh that much of that much schedule i think would just make life go boring but something close to that like the way it was organized yeah would definitely be Kind of, would definitely help me out. What Maybe you, I should do that. What do you think makes someone special, or um, what makes what fully makes someone successful? Because successful? In, yeah, or essential. Because in this movie, essential is doing hard work, going home, and then going back to work the next day. That was that's what I got from this movie. That um, you're only essential if you are put to the big wheel, the big wheel of jobs. Yeah, because of the whole businessman uh, mm-hmm. thing. Um, I think it's if at the end of the day you have no regrets mm-hmm. and you are happy no matter what. I think that's. I think that's the most important thing. Go home to your family. Yeah, if if I mean obviously if you work hard, mm-hmm. um, and you feel good about your work and you feel good about. Everything in your see, you don't always have to have the best thing. You don't always have mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. everything that you want. But if you have those few things that you need, I think that, and you're happy with that, then boom. Yeah, this movie is very evident in forcing its theme down it down your throat. Kind yeah, of things how saying um, too much work is a bad thing. They were definitely yeah. It was definitely like an anti-work pro relationship message in this movie how it's the relationships you have that are really important Mm -hmm. and i truly believe that i truly believe that there's a lot like like we said there's a lot of meaning meaning this movie i think every scene is all about meaning it's just yeah it's metaphors and meanings and do you want to start from the beginning of the movie now like how it starts out yeah how do you because i didn't i thought it was gonna be all yeah, uh, I paper. thought. Yeah, that's all what paper. I thought because Didn't you? yeah, because the the pictures on Netflix show it being all like all paper. Yeah, that's all they show. Motion. Yeah, is the stop motion paper stuff, and I'm like, you know what? 
I, I like artsy things, but I don't know if this is going to be too artsy for mm-hmm. me. Artsy. 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 If it's going to be too artsy. Too artsy. artsy. But um, the it, regular animation was okay. Yeah, but when it yeah when it started out and it was regular animation, I was like, oh. That was nothing special about the regular animation. They kind of moved like robots, kind of. It was all right. It, was, yeah, it, was it right. wasn't bad. It wasn't I thought that I thought the hair effects was good when it was raining. Yeah, oh, that that was cool. But um, yeah, like like I said, like I I totally thought it was just gonna be all the paper and claymation or mm-hmm. stop motion type style. And then when you get into the movie, like it starts off like with the pap- him drawing in the paper, and I'm like, okay, okay, this is kind of a cool little theme. Him, he's he's saying he doesn't want to forget about. He doesn't want to forget his childhood, uh, being a child, or, mm-hmm. or his childlike wonder. Mm-hmm. And then you know it goes right into that animation after that. And I'm like, oh, I'm a little surprised. And here. It's really good animation. Yeah, too. it's not that bad. It's like a, it's like it's it's a two D and three like D world. Yeah, I uh, I really like the beginning. I uh, feeling of what she goes through, failure of getting in the first time. And yeah. then the mom doing everything she can to get her to go back in. Mm-hmm. That just shows you what a parent will go through to get their kid to have the best of anything. I felt the the best parts of this movie when it really clicks is when it um, she finally starts to not do any work and is just over at the old guy's house every day. Yeah, just going through the story. And it's like a montage almost. When you first kind of meet the old guy and the helicopter, or the helicopter, <laughs> the plane yeah. propeller goes mm-hmm. flying yeah. through the thing <laughs> and through the house. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. And it, it, you don't really see him see him, but you like see his like his figure and his body or his leg. And he's mm-hmm. just like, oh, is anybody home? Or am I home? Uh, Jeff Bridges, though, let me say. Is, Jeff Bridges. He's pretty good voice acting wise. You know, like, this, I was surprised. This movie was originally done in French. In French. Really? Yeah. Because like, if you look at the, the IMDA page, the, uh, yeah, it's, you have French actors IMDA. in it and stuff like that. IMDA. 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 Movie database. Um, I think Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges was definitely the best voice actor in this movie. He did wonderful. Okay. I agree. You agree? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know who the Mr. Prince was? Who? I, he sounded so familiar. Who Paul, was it? It was Ant-Man. Ah. Uh, that's, uh, that's who that was, man. I was sitting there like, who is that? That sounds so familiar. <laughs> it's, it's such a Paul Rudd voice. Yeah. Man. Oh, so good. What'd you think? What'd you think of... Um, the one thing I thought was really awkward, though, was when they go driving in the car. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a little awkward. Like, she's just in this car with this old guy. Yeah, he definitely probably wouldn't, like, right then and there, he probably wouldn't have been arrested. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I don't know. Like, I got a little, like, we're, like weirdo vibe, creeper vibes. On creeper little. vibes? That, that part is the only part that really kind of made me feel awkward, but I got over it because... I understood the theme of friendship mm-hmm. and her finding her imagination through this guy. Yeah. So I, I immediately got over that, but I, I was like, I think what I why I felt that way is because of the the realism with the police. Like when the hell when the propeller, the airplane propeller goes through the wall and stuff. Like she calls the police and mm-hmm. the police show up, and I'm like, I, I feel like you wouldn't see this in anything else. 
And then, um, you know, knock on his door and stuff. And then um, later the police pull him over. And I'm like, I don't know. To me personally, that, that felt like real to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That just felt – that's something you don't really see in a lot of animated movies is that re- that real life stuff. How do you how do you feel about the portrayal of him having like a disease or something like that, and like none of the neighbors wants to associate with him? That that see that that kind of made me a little mad. Is um not not maybe mad that I hated it is I made me hate the neighbors because (laughs) come on like I understand that everyone keeps themselves and Mm -hmm. everyone everyone is about themselves in this day and age where everyone keeps themselves and you know. They're all about, uh, oh, I, I got to watch. I got to watch. It, do it for the vine. Do it for the vine. Got to watch. Especially when they're looking out the window in the one scene. Yeah. They're like, they're like hmm. What's um, still happening? I was like, why don't you go out there and make sure everyone's okay? Like, like instead of sit there and just watch across uh, the street. Ugh. That made me so mad. Ugh. I'm going to have to get into it. <laughs> like, why don't you go across the street and see if the little girl's okay? Or yeah, why don't you like, go see if the old no guy's one, okay? No one was no one scared. No one was checking up on the little girl. Yeah. Like, even though the police was there. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't the mom be the first person called too? Especially if you just moved in the neighborhood, like, and and the mom's not there. Like, once you establish yourself with neighbors and stuff, and be like, "Hey, can you watch my kid?" But they're probably like, mm, "No, <laughs> freaking, I hated the neighbors. <laughs> I got so into it." I, I'm kind of glad they never mentioned what was wrong with him. Yeah, I like that mystery. The mystery of that. I. Uh, it could be. It sounds like it was very bad. And uh, they never tell you what it is. And I, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. They don't put a name on it. So it's not like it's they're campaigning a cause against this disease or anything. Or yeah. they're making a disease look bad. It's just that the fact of the matter is, he is something is happening to him. And he's, something is happening to him. And no one cares. That's what it looks like. No one is helping him out. You know, the neighborhood's not... Not showing their support. Yeah. There's no nurse at his house. The man's living by himself. Screw the neighbors. <laughs> I hate the neighbors. <laughs> but um, what what do you think of the whole uh, story? But with the of the little prince. The little prince story was very fast paced. That's what I thought. Yeah. But you, it was um. Did you did you get the sense that it was maybe somewhat about his life too? I thought it was. I thought it was about his life. I. Uh, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Too. Like the rose might have been a, a woman he fell in love with. I I like I I thought it was about a woman he fell in love with, but I think it's evident in the movie that it's just it's just the idea of love yeah. that he's fallen in love with, or it's just love in general. The rose is love. Okay. I don't I don't necessarily think that the rose was a woman. I just think the rose was just. Do you think love. the little prince is him himself? Maybe the inner child. That's why he says he has to go be with the little prince at the end. His mm. go. His Chris, childhood. Yeah, he's. That's what I got from it. It was weird because they find the real prince or something like that too. Well, that's in her imagination. That, yeah. Well, we don't know. We don't know. It's up we to know. maybe she flew that we plane around. We don't know. <laughs> um. He got. He called all the stars. That's why there was no stars that night. You know, yeah. I just, I just. You don't know. You don't know. It. It was. Uh, it, I think it. De- that part alone, and the um, the whole story with the prince 
mm-hmm. does leave it up to uh, interpretation mm-hmm. in your imagination. Maybe that's their intention is for they wanted you to think like if that could be his story or if that part with the airplane could actually have happened. It's not just his story anymore, and it's not just yes. her imagination. It's there. They're like, yeah. They're she combined. Con- she connects it. They're combined uh, story now. Yeah, kind of cool. That's a cool, that's a cool way to think about it. It's you know how like uh, when two people get together, they make a baby. Yeah, it's his story, her story. It's that's their story a little weird. Now. What? Because she's What's... a little girl. No, 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 no. I'm talking about in general. Oh, okay. I'm talking about like a man and a woman. That's their <laughs> his story, her story, and then okay. it becomes their story because yeah, they have yeah, a baby yeah. now. It's like a combined story. Type I thing. get. Yeah, yeah. You got me now. It's because of not their with fr- little girls. Their, their friendship. Their friend. Yeah, their friendship. <laughs> it's. It's um God. Ugh. Where's Josh? Uh, where is Josh? For the for the joke. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh I I like the um the blat there's a blatant symbolism of the snake being bad. Yeah. Which is like a biblical thing. Bad intentions. Or bad, or, or bad um, even though influence. He's, even though he's cre- he's very creepy. I does he kill the prince in the fo- in the desert? Is that what you got from it? When at the near the end of the story? Tell because he said he disappeared, and then like when the print, he walks he never, away, yeah, when he walks away from the aviator who was Jeff Bridges. Uh-huh. He, uh huh. He just walks, and this you see the snake and it, like a sparkle at his foot, and then he just falls over. I didn't really. Yeah, you, you I didn't that. notice that. You notice that the snake? He just falls over. Remember? Hmm. What is it? He's a, He says, "I must go now." Tell you see, the, have, see the snake. If you compare it to his life story, and that's his. His uh, childlike wonder is the little prince. Mm-hmm. You could say that the snake is maturity. Maturity, yeah. yeah. It's just weird. Very weird. It's it's um overall though. Uh, would you would what you would you think of the whole thing? The whole thing, yeah. You want to get into likes and dislikes, or I mean, do you have you, dislikes. Um, not really. I mean. I understand it's a, it's just, it's a uh, like I said the only thing that made was awkward to me was, was that part, yeah. was that part because I was like he's like kind of kidnapping her like kinda kind of kidnapping but, but you kind of get the sense that he's he's older and you know he's he's thinking like like he could have like mm-hmm. maybe Alzheimer's or something I think the only thing I have a problem with in this movie is that the movie spends a lot of time making you think that working hard is bad. And working hard and not establishing relationships is bad, which I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with working hard. There's nothing hard with than sacrificing time with your kid. Like sometimes parents have to sacrifice relationships with their kid in order to provide a living. Yeah. So I think the movie kind of. I think you get the the. I think you you get the sense of that as well. I mean. But I think they were trying to force feed it down your throat that you should not be working this hard or something like that. I can see that. I can see that. What I took from it was just take a step back. Yeah, yeah, I understand and that. Work and, and don't work experience, that hard. Well, experience, experience life. life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they, uh, they make it pretty evident that they don't want you to always just follow a schedule in your life. You know, go out there and be spontaneous. Yeah. Which is fine. But sometimes life needs a schedule, I believe. Yeah, I think, I mean, they kind of show that when she's like, when the little girl goes, we're going to be late. And she's like, and the mom's like, no, we have plenty of time. And she's like, well, we got to go to the hospital. Yeah. So maybe 
the that's spontaneity right there. Yeah, Boom. and maybe the girl um, is still gonna follow the schedule. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I see, I see a little bit of what you mean, but I don't know. I, as well, a, I, the overall message of this movie is great. It's, yeah, it's all about relationship. Like in, when you die, no one is gonna care how much how hard you worked at your job. Yeah, no one is gonna care. Yeah, it is really the relationships you have made in this life, and whether or not they are fulf- fulfilling, whether or not they are joyous, and whether or not they are long, they're just long lasting. Those that's the most important part about life: your relationships. Yeah, and uh, this movie did a good job of sh- of yeah of uh, showing what'd you, that. Would you really like my favorite part? Yeah, is is that the well? I mean, we kind of already. I think that was the best message you could get out of it. Yeah. That was, that was the message I got. That relationships is key. You like the imagination? I like the imagination. I like um, the whole story. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I took from it um, that it was kind of his story. But he influenced his imagination with it a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I liked how she completed it. With the book her, at the end? Yeah, I like how she... Well, even with her... Uh, with the airplane thing mm-hmm. with her imagination from that or maybe it happened because he said his story was finished yeah the little, when the little prince disappears that's it and then she you know what that means she completes you know what, it what a, because he wasn't a child after the prince leaves that's when his childhood ends yeah so her as a child has to finish that story yeah bro I didn't even think about that till now oh my goodness oh my goodness but yeah I, I think uh, I like that part and I, there's not really a lot of dislikes. There's cause, not. Yeah, because it's I it's a yeah. It was it wasn't bad. Kind of long for an animated movie. Yeah. So this is Kubo. Oh, oh, oh! They kind of were at the same pace a little bit. They uh, Kubo's a a little bit more fast paced. Yeah, but at the yeah. same time, yeah, well, the it, little prince stories is pretty fast also, yeah, and it speeds up at the end a little bit. It with does the, speed up at the little end. Um, I don't know, man. That's gonna be tough. Oh my goodness! Let's just—I'll decide by the end. Just uh, <laughs> let's just just talk. You do final grades? Or? Yeah, yeah. Do your gen- you your your final thoughts and uh, I, um, final grade. Chris Taku. What do you think about the music, real fast? Oh, I love the music. Wasn't it great? Oh my goodness! There's fr- it's French music. Well, is it that there was on hit record? Because did you watch hit record with I watched uh, a little Joseph bit of it? There was a, a French singer who did one for his website with the animation. It was kind of like paper animation like that, and she sang in English and sang in French. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's the same singer. I think so, because there's some parts where the, her songs are in English, yeah. and there's some parts where her songs are in French. Well, if it's the same singer, that's awesome, because I downloaded that song did, what, that she sang. What's for the hit song record. called? For hit record, yeah. Um, I have to look it up. So just do your final uh, statement and grade. My final statement, huh? And yeah, uh, your final thoughts, I should say. And and the grizzade. All right. So it's called uh, Beastly Beauty. Oh. <laughs> I was started it, but uh, it doesn't say who sings it. But it's called "Beastly Beauty." Beastly is the song for a hit record season one. Yeah, I, let I I think it's the same lady. I, it sounded like her, but it's pretty dope. I have to let you listen to it after the potty. What's her name? Do you know? It doesn't say. They say it in hit record, but it doesn't tell you right here on the on the because uh, I downloaded the song. Well, I um. I really enjoyed 
really enjoyed this movie for all the meanings that it has in it. It has a there's a lot of themes going on in this movie. You got the uh, coping with death and closure. You have the what really makes someone successful. The whole imagination versus structure, and then you have the maturity versus childhood, which is kind of the same thing, and uh, and the whole relationships. And I think they meld melded it kind of good, kind of well. Mm-hmm. They uh, they did a good job of it. The uh, the voice acting was pretty well done. Oh yeah, I right. like the uh, yeah. the fox and the Jeff Bridges and the little girl. Did I think they did very 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 good. I um. Who was the fox? Was that James Franco? <laughs> Sound like James Franco. No, but Paul Giamatti and uh, Albert Brooks are in this too. Really? Yeah. Um, Ricky Gervais was the clapping guy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, that was pretty great. I uh, the music and animation was very superb, on par with Kubo and the Two Strings. Mm-hmm. I would give animation to Kubo a little bit just because the entire movie is in stop yeah. stop animation. I um, what I got from this movie was, do we really know what's best for our children? And that's probably going to stick with me, stick with me for a while. I really enjoyed this movie, and I'm going to give it a must see. This this movie is on Netflix. It is only it is less than two hours long, and I think you should watch it with your significant other. I think you should watch it with your kids, and I think you should watch it with your family. This should be shown at school. This should be shown all over the world. Do you think it deserves those five stars? I think it deserves these five stars. And I'm going to give it the highest, the highest award of, I think you should see this twice. Ooh. I, I just, I just yeah. made it up right there. I made it up right there. May- see it twice. Oh, my goodness. See A it. new addition to the Chris Tucker grade. Re- I might rewatch it. I might rewatch it like tomorrow or something like Did, that. Has Brittany seen it? Not yet. I'm going I'm gonna, to. You got to show her. I got to show her. I, uh, I kind of like like this movie really know? yeah like like i'm not top 10 yet. top 10 you'll never know you'll <laughs> yeah. never know we'll, we'll know we'll know it uh in january but i i really enjoyed it i i was surprised enjoyed i really liked the story there's so much we can talk about this yeah i think i think josh should have watched this movie too josh watch. josh just watch the movies just we tell them. you to watch watch them josh <laughs> just watch the movie car no that's okay josh is into his own thing yeah that's true that's true and it's funny because I'm going to do an episode with him later. Which, uh, <laughs> was this movie uh, better than Disappointments for <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to find out when you listen to the So what was, uh, what's your uh, final statement and score, Mario? I really liked the, um, the whole uh, take a step back. If you, you have been working real hard, mm-hmm. um, take a step back. Um, Experience life. Mm-hmm. Um, never forget your imagination. Um, it kind of makes me want to write more things down. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I think of something and it pops in my head, I want to. I'm gonna want to write it down. Um, I like the whole uh, her finding a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that the old man got to find a friend. Um, excuse me. I liked how he. Um, he kind of still had that childlike wonder, yeah, especially, yeah, yeah. especially when he put, took that sandwich out of his pocket. And he's like, I think it's still bologna. But um, <laughs> there was one part where the, I will say there was one part with the prince when he says something like, 
there's if there's one star that's laughing and one star that's doing something else i forget what he said smiling or something and he goes then all the stars are laughing i was like what is this new york street math like <laughs> no, i think he said that if there's one star up there that will be me and it will always be it, one of the stars will always be laughing and then he said, so you don't know which one is. Yeah. So when you look up, all of them will be laughing. Okay. Okay. I was just like, is this New York street math? What's going on here? It, was, it had to do with uh, something we didn't dwell on is um, not to interrupt your final thoughts. Yeah. That's all we, good. How someone has never really lost if you, if they're in your memory. Yeah. That was something in Kubo too, I believe. Is that? Yeah. 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 I think it was. It's or one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or one of them. But that was one thing that was important. Go on. Um, so overall, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to have to say better than Kubo. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's tough, dude. Yeah. I'm going to have to contemplate. I'm going to give it an 8.7 out of 10. Wow. How about that? How about that? Netflix is just killing it. Oh, they are. Netflix. You heard uh, Jessica Jones, uh, I think it was nominated or won for Outstanding Emmy. How about that? Oh, my goodness. How about that? Marvel winning a match. I didn't really like Jessica Jones. I still haven't even watched it yet. That's probably what I'm going to watch next. I mean, you'll probably like it. I think you'll like it. I'm just stuck in a show hole right now. I I don't know what to watch. Me too. I watched a couple. I watched um, Halt and Catch Fire, Mm -hmm. the first episode. That was cool. Tried to watch Penny Dreadful. I have to pay more attention. Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention. I did the same thing. Like, I, w- I was watching, kind of not watching. Mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of want to go back and rewatch this. Josh Harnett, though, is pretty great. It's nice to see him, th- see him in things again. And, yeah. And um, I'll have to give another chance. I wonder if he's still a babe to the chicks. Oh, he's still bae. Is he? He's still bae. Okay. Celebrity bae. He's celebrity bae. Celebrity bae. <laughs> so do you want to... You want to do the final word or? Yes, do final word. All right. The final Fox word. Stanley Life Movie. Fox Stanley Life Movie? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Superior. I'm just. <laughs> Spider Man. Oh, I get it. Spider Man. Um, Benicio del Toro to star in Predator Reboot. Um, awesome. Captivating. Yep. Okay. And the little prince. Little prince. Imag- imaginary. Imaginary? Yeah. Relationships. That's the final word. Do we have any uh weekly recommends? Do you got any? The whaling. Is that how you pronounce it? I hope so. The whaling or the whaling? It's <laughs> Okay, I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> said the exact same thing. Did I? Yeah. Well, I don't know how to pronounce it, okay? That was pretty amazing. It's, I'm not going to lie. It's, pre- it's spelled W-A-I-L-I-N-G. Yeah, whaling. The whaling, okay? So it's about whales. No. It's, it's a, about crying. It's a Korean movie. It's about um, a guy, a mysterious guy comes into town, but they don't notice him until after, like, a couple killings happen in the villages. Um. So then they start to notice that this guy has come to town. They're like, you know what? Nothing has happened until this guy has came in. Supernatural town. thriller. Supernatural thriller. I would say also kind of crime drama ish. Ooh. Um. Is it is it a partner? Is it a partner? Does he have a partner? Uh. Buddy cop. He's he does in the beginning. 
He does in the beginning. Okay. It's only three dollars, right? Like four, three ninety nine on Xbox. Um, I don't know if you can rent it on PlayStation. I'm pretty sure you can. Um, it's probably you could probably rent it or buy it anywhere digitally. I would believe. What did you give? What do, what would you give it? Quick review right now. What would I give it? Yeah. What would you give it? Uh, nine point two out of ten. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. High praise from our Picard. Yeah. So uh, that's my weekly recommend. I might later with Josh. I might actually go into more in depth about it. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna so, do it on the podcast? Maybe, yeah. I'm thinking about reviewing it myself on the podcast because... Uh, you should wait. You should wait. Should wait. Are you going to watch it? I'll probably watch it tomorrow. All right. Sweet. We can... Uh, We're going to... Oh, we should do a foreign... A foreign... Uh, that's foreign right. Film foreign episode. film episode. That's what we're going to do. Sounds good plan to me. We'll sign us off tomorrow. Um, as always, as Chris Hawk usually says... Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for watching, experiencing... And expressing. I will add expressing. And exploring. Did I say exploring? I did. I didn't say exploring? We already did. Oh. A long time ago in a story so old There was a beauty and a beast or so I've been told They were these two strangers, two lonely souls But it's not what you think, no, here's how it goes Let's start with the beast, he was ugly and scary Pathetic and poor and horribly hairy The outside was rough, but once he smiled You could see that he had a heart of gold inside the beast loved a beauty, this pretty little thing She was the fairest of them all and she could dance and sing But unlike the beast whose love shined the best She loved herself, never cared for the rest Oh, la belle la bête, quelle tragédie Elle est comme la jour, il est comme la nuit Il est amoureux et ne s'en soucie pas Vont-ils mourir tout seuls On verra One day the beast found the beauty perfection Sitting by the lake making love to her reflection The beast then decided that it was the time To tell the pretty beauty of his feelings inside He stepped out from the shade with a flower in hand Say bravely, my lady, the fairest in this land I might not be a prince, but my heart beats for you Oh, the beauty just laughed, so cold, so cruel You smelly old fat hairy pig, she said you thought I could love you, I'd rather be dead Still laughing, she turned and danced to her home Leaving the beast, heartbroken and old